So we're, I, I just hit record. I'm going to see what this sounds like anyway. Okay. Um, so do you want to review the pilot? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I think I think it'd be. I probably think it'd be the best place to start. All right. So again, <laughs> the way I would start it, and I probably should have wrote it down then, was using the what the father said to the daughter. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Hell's empty. The, or whatever all, it is. All the devils are here, and hell is empty. <laughs> yep. Because that, to me, again, encompasses. And and after watching the pilot, it just encompasses the series because that's obviously what the main focus is going to be: the human condition mm-hmm. of what, how far is somebody willing to either debase their beliefs or mm-hmm. when there's no inhibitions present, mm-hmm. what are you willing to do? Because it's just like we've talked about with GTA Five. Mm-hmm. You're in that gaming environment. You got nothing to worry about. No. Nope. I mean, your you comment don't. about hookers. Yep. 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 The game's you got know. hookers in it. You don't have anything to worry about. Go exactly. A hooker. You're not worried about the herpes. Nope. You're not worried about backing her over after you've nope. <laughs> done your deed <laughs> and getting some of your. Where does that money go? I don't know. You know, the uh, early on, early on, I paid bit. attention. I paid attention. <laughs> and, uh, you know. What 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 happened was uh, they charged you like fifty dollars for it, right? And then she got out of the car and backed over the lady, right? And Baseball ran back over, back yeah, ran back over, yeah. uh, and it got thirty five dollars back. Thirty, yeah. 35, and I wondered, did she? Did, because as a player, you upload your money through your phone, <laughs> right? So clearly, she had gotten fifteen dollars oh, okay. into her account before I got. At some point, she's doing this. <laughs> yeah, she was <laughs> off to the side. Okay, yeah. Yeah, like she's, she's probably she probably wasn't very, uh, you know, concerned with, you yeah. know, what was going on anyway. <laughs> probably had her phone out. Oh, what a anyway. tangent! But anyway, so yeah, you're not worried about what happens. Yeah, <laughs> right yeah. There are no there are no real consequences. No, exactly for your so, actions. So to me, that's that's what this brought out is, and I mean that that takes you back to the whole devil's comment. Mm-hmm. People go there to be uninhibited jerks. Yeah, and you're and and at least in the pilot, we're not even shown we're not even shown somebody going there and you know like just going and safely delivering a, a herd of cattle. You know what I mean? Every single person I think that I can recall mm-hmm. that was an actual person in the movie wound up in the end. Reveling in death, or you know, killing somebody. Even that couple that initially, because they did show that whenever the whenever the one couple arrived later in the episode, mm-hmm. went out, decided to go with the sheriff up into the hills. Right. They went. They rolled. They rolled up on the corpse. The mm-hmm. sheriff prodded it with a stick, like it was like it was stand by me. Oh yeah. And yeah. <laughs> you know, you guys want to see a, a dead body? <laughs> so they they roll him up there. They poke the body with a stick. Mm-hmm. The lady is clearly disgusted, wants to go back into town. But then later on, when the bad guys come in, her husband shoots the one guy through the neck. Right, blows shoots away. his girlfriend yeah. twice in the chest. She falls on the ground, mm-hmm. and his wife turns around and goes, "Look at her wriggle." So clearly, you know, in the end, right. yeah, in the yeah. end, 
You know, she was initially disgusted by it, but in the end, it was just as bad as all the other people. So the only thing we've seen are good AI, bad humans. Humans bad is what is what basically yeah. But again, I think I, I'm sorry. How many times do we go on GTA Five and when we get bored, just smack somebody that's walking by, an NPC that's just walking by? Yeah, I have a lot of like, fun I'm just bored. running Bam. running into people. Yeah, I just run like, around and bump into them. You can't do that in the real world. No. But there, no worries. So Mm-mm. you pull out a rocket launcher mm-hmm. and gave yourself four stars in no time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. And I, I, that may be where they're getting some of their, you know, mm-hmm. material from. <laughs> yeah. Is the fact that when you're when you're placed in that setting, this is what the human mind comes up with. Yeah. The rebels in. I, I don't want to go as far to say murder, but you know. Well. And I think, and maybe it's maybe it's contextual in that you know, like with GTA Five, like if we go online and play GTA Five, mm-hmm. the city the, that city's populated by NPCs who are all in themselves sociopaths. Yeah, they all walk true. around cursing, screaming, mm-hmm. they yell at you, saying the profanities. Uh-huh. You know, um, they're not. It 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 doesn't. It doesn't discourage you, no. You know from it, and well, it's it's almost yeah. sort of ever so lightly, like drawing you towards that though. Like hey, you know, because if you're walking down the street and somebody had their latte and they were like, ah, oh, uh-huh. you know, good day to you, sir. You know, and ha ha, you know, yeah. you'd be like, oh, okay, cool, bye. But they don't. They, you know, they got their latte and he's like, hey, don't make me, you know, spill my latte, mm-hmm. asshole. And you go, I'm just going to punch this guy. You know, because there's no consequences. Yeah. So they goad you in that. But in this, it's not in in Westworld. There's no... The world does not goad you. It is just there. Right. And everybody comes in to abuse it so far. I'm sure that maybe down further in the season, there's going to be people who... Hmm? Lovely. There's mm-hmm. going to be people who, uh, you know, come in and are genuinely good, and they may be, you know, spare like some of the AI bots will go, hey, mm-hmm. you know, whenever they decide to overthrow everybody, you know, overthrow their oppressors and mm-hmm. creators, that, you know, there may be, you know, one or two people that they're like, oh, no, this person's always been good to us. Well, now, wait a minute. Why are you expecting them to overthrow things? Has there been some foreshadowing that you noticed in the pilot? Well, just yeah, just a smidge there, <laughs> just a, just, just a, a little. Yeah, yeah. Um, like Anthony take, for Hopkins. instance, the the guy that that is heading up the security team. Uh huh. He almost verbatim says, "Have you never seen this situation where there's a revolt of some kind?" Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like, oh, is that foreshadowing that this is going to happen? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you've also but, got... See, again, I don't know. This, it, to me, it's a slow burn that's either going to end up mind-screwing you mm-hmm. or leaving you just completely unfulfilled. These, these mm. writers have the work cut out for them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if, the, if they don't have their end state, mm-hmm. I hate to use that military term, <laughs> if you don't already have your end state figured out, how this story's going to end, it's... Yeah. It could end up being a huge letdown. Well, and it, it sounds that way because uh, what is it, what is the main lady's name? Dorothy. Uh, 
Dolores. Dolores, yeah. Dolores' dad mm-hmm. basically grabs Anthony Hopkins by the ears, and it's like, I'm going to visit terrors upon you. Mm-hmm. Right. And then they run the drill bit up his nose and then stick him in the refrigerator. But, mm-hmm. you know, he's like, before this is over, I'm going to, you know, visit terrors upon you. And, you know, which throws back to that, you know, his Shakespearean, that, you know, those, the, the clearly the, the, the reveries that they've, right. that Anthony Hopkins put in give them access to their memories, which I'm under the impression don't, have never been wiped mm-hmm. because the dad goes all the way back to his first. His first role, uh, so you know, being the the the, the professor. Mm-hmm. So you know, I don't know. I I, I think Anthony Hopkins' uh, character intentionally. Yeah. I think he knew what he was doing when he put those in there and gave them access. So no, we'll give them access to their memories so that they can get these little nuanced moves and gestures from their memories. Well, yeah, and again. I think that has a lot to do with... I, I don't know how far... How many scripts he got to read. And has a full comprehension of his character. Mm-hmm. Or how much of that is directed as... There's more to it. You're going to find out. Mm-hmm. So here's how I want you to portray this. Because when he does say that bit... Of... You know... Mm-hmm. Um, these characters are... What what was it that he said? Um, what was that part? They were they were he was he was with the he was with the old robot that was he was sharing a drink with, and he uh, oh. and he's talking about um. or no, it was the part about reveries, and he yeah. said, "Allow yeah, yeah, me yeah. these mistakes." Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Allow me. You just have to allow me these this mistake. Yeah. There's like an ulterior motive behind. Yeah, well, because that he's thing. he's telling him, yeah, I messed up, but leave it alone. Yeah, let it see how it plays out. Yeah, it, it's like <laughs> this is this I, is I my experiment. I think he knows. Let's let it go. But see, we got to find out why. Why is he doing it? Maybe you know, if you want to go down the rabbit hole, you know, I mean, who knows? It's he may be, um, he may be flipping the switch on him, you know, mm-hmm. like, okay, you know, I built this apart and I've seen humanity descend, you know, down to the darkest depths. Mm-hmm. And uh, now I'm going to switch these robots on so that mm-hmm. they can remember decades of abuse. Because like, like they said early on, you know, going back, was that their memories were all there. They're just waiting to be overwritten. Mm-hmm. But when the dad gets his reveries upgraded, he can go all the way back. To his first role as the professor, which means none of them have been overwritten. And what so I think Anthony in, Hopkins has right. done is flip this on to see how humanity's gonna react to these people now. So maybe he's let's go back the other way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Who knows? And yeah, it's the it's the picture that was left behind in the yeah. dirt. That yeah, the picture. Him. Yeah. Yeah, that picture left behind. Which again, like I said earlier, that that's a great way for the production crew to get a family member oh, yeah. <laughs> in the episode. Yeah, sneak in your friends. Just a family. random picture. Mm-hmm. You know, like like they like to do in anything nowadays. Mm-hmm. Just 
plaster a wall with a bunch of victims mm-hmm. but those well you know like you know and the, yeah they could have put them in the they could have put them in the salon you know they could have had pictures in the background mm-hmm. and all you have to do there is just you know take you and your family yeah. members down to branson right <laughs> you, <laughs> you can go. get some you know go down to branson missouri and get your uh, old-timey photos taken mm-hmm. get your yeah. foot up on That's the great. on the barrel yep shotgun uh yeah um, okay and of course to make the review complete the Man in Black. Yeah. As portrayed by... Mm-hmm. Ed Harris. Ed Harris. Mm-hmm. Freaking brilliant. Yep. Um, yep, you can't deny Ed Harris. It almost seemed like he was tapping into the character that he played in uh, A Beautiful Mind. Mm-hmm. You know, the FBI guy mm-hmm. that was made up in the dude's mind. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's, bit bit. he's got this level of mysteriousness to him that... Uh, Okay, I've been playing this game for 30 years. I love how he refers to it as a game. Yeah. When most people are going into it as an experience. And that's the thing, you know, actually, when when you brought this up earlier, that's what I wanted to get into is the setting. Because like we were talking about with GTA, Los Santos, Mm -hmm. a.k.a. Los Angeles, is Mm -hmm. the setting. And like you said, that doesn't, it, it kind of, lends you to acting a certain way well mm-hmm. okay so they chose the wild west mm-hmm. and not just any wild west this is a particular time where you're coming into town on a train riding the rails type of thing so yep. it's progressed to a certain point but there's still a lot and i mean we get to see the scope mm-hmm. we we get an idea you know when they're riding their horses out across the range and all that stuff Mm-hmm. Untamed, wide yeah. open. Looks you like can do anything. I mean, the the environment just welcomes you mm-hmm. to do anything. Yeah, literally under the sun. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, when when we think about the Wild West, we call it wild because mm-hmm. it wasn't, from our perspective now, as civilized, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, yeah, you're going to be lent to, oh, you got a problem with me. Let's take this outside and mm-hmm. shoot the guy. Mm-hmm. Is that really it how could. it all went down? Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, no, I know. Th- I think if they wanted to make it really realistic, they should probably have half the people there have dysentery and cholera. <laughs> you know, but like a bunch of the hosts walking around, right. <laughs> coughing into handkerchiefs. Yeah. I got the consumption. But, you know, <laughs> but got cons- I got the black TV. Pop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. I got TV. <laughs> well, yeah, the hookers, uh-huh. the hookers are pretty good. Mm-hmm. I mean, they they did not borrow from the sets of uh, what was it, Deadwood? Because they tried to make that way more realistic with the hookers. They weren't near as clean. Yeah. No. <laughs> well, in Deadwood, was... they were visited by doctors every week. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I'm not sure. Deadwood was filmed pretty much I don't know where they found the location for that because it was like perpetual dust storm. True. Wasn't it? I mean <laughs> I don't I don't I don't think there was any any scene that didn't involve yeah. dust but and I mean, dirt I, whipping through the air. And again, you can't really compare the two. Yeah, they're both on HBO, but mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't I don't think uh no, I don't know. No, and that's I mean I don't think I've even said this yet. Most people are going to, at face value, take this as a sci-fi western. Yeah. And it's not. 
<laughs> no. I mean, you could try to bill it that way, but there's so much more to it. It's a damn onion. Yeah. It's got layers. Yeah. That are going to be peeled. Oh, but yeah. That's just... It's it's not it's not something like I've got to get probably three four episodes into this before I hope they they begin breaking off or forking any more in the mm-hmm. plot because it's going to take me three or four episodes to get these plot threads all mm-hmm. ingrained in because I mean you're dealing with Anthony Hopkins character God you know who's <laughs> who's playing God but yeah. sort of like a, like a, he's well, like that's sort of his role, but he doesn't. It doesn't seem like he wants it, really. Yeah. See, I'm probably gonna have to look up actors' names. And he doesn't. Then you got BD. Yeah. There's. <laughs> he he's like the devil's advocate because yeah. he looks up to Anthony Hopkins as like a role model or what? Figureish. Not not so much maybe. Men, mentor, mentor type of yeah. thing. And while he he appreciates. What he's doing, and mm-hmm. I, I just, mm-hmm. I love the back and forth between them because Anthony Hopkins is like, uh, "Are you looking for the problem, or are you embarrassed, embarrassed, <laughs> embarrassed by that the answer? You know what the answer is?" And he's like, "Well, yeah, it's your flipping reveries that you put in that's screwing everything up." <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yep. he's like, "You know," and the whole conversation of is it screwing it up or is it? Lending to the lifelike aspects of it, or all, mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah, um, which ends in him saying, "I'm not going to fix it." <laughs> right? Really? He's like, oh, "These are mistakes," and he's like, "Okay, cool." I mean, this is this is your world. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I kind of see him as, and while I called Anthony Hopkins God, <laughs> he kind of plays the part of devil's advocate because he's like. I know this is not exactly right, but I am very curious to see where it goes as well. Mm-hmm. Because the whole episode starts out with him questioning. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if we can call her our protagonist yet. Oh, yeah. I don't know if she's the hero Dolores? of the story. Is it Dolores? Dolores. Yeah, Dolores. Um, but yeah, it starts it out with It kind of seems that way by the end. The first time you're introduced to her, she has blood on her face. Someone yes, else but that was blood. a flashback because she because you find out later on that that and they and then the the, the lines you know repeated. Mm-hmm. It's all whenever she gets spoken some uh, her 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 father mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. speaks to her and says some some more Shakespeare or whatever, and she at that point is whenever she gets shut down, falls down on Ted, gets the blood on her face. Uh, then they wheel her downstairs, strip mm-hmm. her down, and then you find out the, the initial monologue, the, the the narration at the beginning, was the conversation that she was having mm-hmm. downstairs with the guy mm-hmm. and the girl in the, 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 the repair room. Now, what's the point of having to treat them like Barbie dolls? I don't, I don't know. I grew up with five sisters. Right. Um, not all big Barbie doll mm-hmm. enthusiasts, but it seems like whenever you were around girls that had a collection of Barbie dolls, they would oftentimes throw them into a basket or whatever they kept their toys in mm-hmm. without their clothes. Mm-hmm. Because, eh, it's not human. So mm-hmm. is that what they're trying to do by having them fully disrobed, or are they just looking for imperfections? That was yeah. one of the questions I asked, because some people are going to look at this and be like, why all the nudity? 
Well, but it's honestly in there for a reason, right? Yeah, it's. I think it's in there because, and it, the majority of it is downstairs because yes, they are treating them like robots, mm-hmm. so they don't believe that they. Once you get underground, like up top, it's all all bets off. But once you go underground, mm-hmm. the people who work there, they are, you know, desexualized. They are a thing, right? Not a object of desire less to them it's like you know it'd be like working on their toyota at home mm-hmm. you know change the oil got to clean the wipe you know clean the clean the wiper blades off because there's but grit I can, underneath it and i can I got, appreciate you know, just, a toyota that runs for 15 years without yeah. problems well that's what these, ro- these robots are running like 30 according <laughs> to them which what's dolores is running 30 years mm-hmm. but going back there to the to Ed Harris's man in black, though. Yes. I wonder. I wonder. How long has he been going there? Has he mm-hmm. been going there th- the full 30, thirty years? years. Yeah. He's been going there thirty years, which means he's had a fixation on this lady, potentially for thirty years. Well, he knows Teddy as well. Right. He knows Ted is as well, but you know, like he says, I don't ever understand why they paired some of you off. Mm-hmm. So I wonder, is that something that they added Ted later on? For a while, it was just Dolores, and he got fixated on her, and then when they paired her off, maybe that's why he doesn't like Ted so much, because, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Ted's encroaching on his property, mm-hmm. and what he's, he's turned property. it into a game, mm-hmm. but also, you know, does he know Anthony Hopkins' character? If he's gone there that long, you know, and, and given him that much money, he's been going there 30 years, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. maybe he got, like, some VIP, you know what I mean? Like, later on, are we going to find out that... Ed Harris's character, the Man in Black, and Anthony Hopkins' character may Have know each connection. other. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if he's come there thirty years, they didn't say that. I don't think they outright. Maybe I'm not remembering that, but I don't think they ever outright said. He said he's been coming there thirty years. Mm-hmm. Other people refer to how much money they had to spend. He, Ed Harris never does. No. So does he just get you know like you know I'm the VP of Disneyland, so I get to go to Disneyland for free. You know what I mean? Like, you know, he they've never... I'm they Michael didn't show. Eisner. Yeah, like he's Michael Eisner. You know, yeah. Disney, like, you know, they don't... I don't know what his... You don't know his life outside of this character. Mm-hmm. But he's clearly been there since day one. That's why I don't think he's playing a character. But I think, I think as he's been written, I mean, from a, from a writer's standpoint, you put him in black for a reason. Right. Most people associate, especially in a cowboy movie. Oh, yeah. The heroes Spaghetti wearing, Western. Yeah, the hero's wearing a white hat. Mm-hmm. The villain's wearing a black hat. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I don't know. Again, the slow burn of it all. I don't think everything that's presented, and I mean, if you're telling a good story, everything that you present isn't going to be, you'll let people make their assumptions. But is he going to end up being the villain? Well, because... He's calling it a game. He's obviously looking for something. He's obviously yeah. on a... Mm-hmm. What, what am I looking for? He's, he's, he's on, on a, a journey of discovery uh, type what, of thing. Well, the hero's journey. Could be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It could be. I don't know. I was reading something not too long, not too long ago that was saying, you know, that's you know, the hero's journey... In some instances, though, ends with, not ends with, but at least has some point where, you know, the hero's doing what he thinks is right. Uh-huh. 
but upon reflection, is like, is what I'm doing you actually right? So many mistakes, you know. Like <laughs> yeah. you know, like you know, is is right. is what I'm doing right? You know, mm-hmm. because you know, a lot of times in media and throughout history, you know, the hero, uh, you know, to to win the day, mm-hmm. you know, has to defeat the bad guy, which ninety eight percent of the time involves murder, right? Yeah, and so you're like, well, I'm the good guy, and he's all honorable and upstanding, and in the end, still has to commit murder. In most stories, to to win. I just watched a movie the other day, and I th- I thought to myself, yeah, by the end of it all, you have the good guys who just went off and killed like a dozen people, mm-hmm. go to work the next day, like, oh, I didn't just commit manslaughter, mm-hmm. you know. Because it was for no the, the good it. or something. What what freaking movie was that? Oh, it was the latest Jack Reacher. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Jack Reacher, you know, where mm-hmm. he's not worried about consequences. He's not worried about what's right or wrong. He's he's going to do it because he, he feels and thinks it's right. Yeah. So he's going to beat the crap out of five guys. Right. And everything's right as rain. Well, at, at, by the end of the movie, everybody gets to go back to their jobs. And yeah. It's like... The real world doesn't really work like that. No. Because we have lawyers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we have due process. Yep. It's But for those movies you gotta suspend belief. Yeah. In more ways than one. <laughs> and I don't understand why I personally don't understand why so much entertainment and media it just feels obligated to Okay, well, let me Redact that a little bit. I understand why mm. so much of media and entertainment requires everything in the end to be wrapped up with a bow on it. Yeah. And it's because people want it. I know I like things because it, I like I like stories that are realistic in that at the end mm-hmm. of the story that you're being told, mm-hmm. it's not the end. You know what I mean? Like life goes on because right. that's what happens. As much as you may want the hero, you know, in the book to, you know, truck through and save the princess, and at the end, mm-hmm. everybody's happy. Mm-hmm. But in real life, you know, people die all the time. Yeah. All die. Mm-hmm. And the day after... I won't, but yeah, The day on. after, thanks <laughs> to denial, I'm immortal. <laughs> Philip J. Fry. Uh-huh. But the next day, the sun rises and a billion, you know, or seven billion other people go on about their day. Mm-hmm. You know, so I like, you know, stories where in the end, it's mm-hmm. not the end. And there are one, there are stories like that out there. Right. And I like those. Yeah, yeah. And whenever I, whenever I begin talking about them, I've had multiple people... Mm-hmm. Expressed that they don't like those mm-hmm. because there wasn't a good ending to it. And whenever I brought okay. that up, like there wasn't a good ending to it, they're like, "Yeah, in the end, like you don't know exactly what's going on." Like you know, the old Sopranos uh-huh. cut to black in the middle of the sentence. Man, people were yeah. mad by that. Oh yeah, but I like that because well, it implies that 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 the story goes on. This yeah. is the bit we wanted to tell you. Hope mm-hmm. you enjoyed it, mm-hmm. but it's not the end of everything. But see, well, and to me, this is the whole 30 frames per second versus the 60 frames per second. And you know what I'm talking about with 
with film uh-huh. and movies. Uh-huh. People couldn't handle 60 frames per second with The Hobbit. Uh-huh. It didn't look right. Uh-huh. It didn't look right because it didn't look right, or it didn't look right because your brain's been conditioned to only view something that's passing by at 29, you know, yeah, 0.97 frames per second. 29 or 24 frames right. per second. And that's the same issue that you're talking about. Human beings, most everybody, have been conditioned to expect and need closure mm-hmm. <laughs> when it comes to a story. Mm-hmm. But no, I, I, I'm the same way. I, I believe that if you're going to tell a good story, you really got to leave a lot mm-hmm. to the assumptions. I mean, come on, most of the most of the the better horror or scary movies are the ones where you have a concept Mm -hmm. that your mind has built up. Jaws. Come on. Mm -hmm. You saw that when you were a kid. First time you see the fin, it's like, dang, that's kind of a big looking fin. By the end of the movie, the thing's gigantic because in your mind it's been built Mm -hmm. to be bigger. And if if you're going to tell your story, and like you were saying, it's just... This is all I had to tell of it. These characters continue on. Mm-hmm. I mean, what kind of closure are you looking for? Them dying? Is that mm-hmm. the closure you need? Or you just want them to be married happily ever after? Oh my gosh, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> no. I mean, no. if you're going after realism, relationships are a lot of work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and that's why people like their, like their mass media and their entertainment like that, because it's an escape. Mm-hmm. And while From I reality. like right, and while <laughs> which is why I like science fiction, uh-huh. I love science fiction. Um, I love horror, yeah. comedy. Um, and what's funny though is is that like I can watch things like you know, like that. Like I could watch, you know, the, the new Star Trek movie, or I could go watch, um, like that. Uh, what was that? The that. Sci-fi movie that we were just looking at, the the uh, Ghost in the go- Shell. Well, like yeah. the Ghost in the Shell, we, yeah, yeah. Uh, but the other one too, like the Thousand Cities, the City of a Thousand Planets or whatever. Yeah. That that one. Um, I cannot remember the name. There's of it. like any of that, like any of those. I can go and watch those. Total, total. Yeah, uh, you suspend the belief. You suspend belief and and be completely entertained by them. Or yeah. RoboCop, love RoboCop. Yeah. Ridiculous. It's supposed to be ridiculous, and I love it. Detroit doesn't have cyborgs. No, as it turns out, that sucks. Um, they got. The, although that was an accurate portrayal in terms of environment, the place yes, is desolate. True. It's, it's so wasteland. filthy. Poor it's people a, of Detroit. An industrial wasteland. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, Detroit. Uh, but yeah, but I've been like, to Chicago. I, it's not that great either. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I've been to Chicago. I went to Wizard World in Chicago. Oh yeah, and I liked it. Mm. I like Chicago. Downtown Chicago, Michigan Street, great place. They got uh, Giordano's Pizza. They oh have, man, they I have love some of the best pizza. antiquing in the nation. I will give them that. Antique, like were they? antiquing. Uh-huh. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> go buy old crap that nobody needs oh, okay. for way overpriced. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but like, yeah, go back and watch, or I watch any science fiction, and it's like I can flip the switch, suspend mm-hmm. belief, be completely entertained. Love it, and it's over and done. Mm-hmm. But if but if I want to 
sit down at some point and watch like uh, a romantic comedy. And watch you, like you a romantic comedy. Want to? Huh? Well, you, you said know. want to? Anytime I do. <laughs> no, go ahead. Anytime I do watch like a romantic comedy or anything like that, uh-huh. those frustrate the hell out of me. Because I can't suspend belief on those because it's simply a relationship between two people. There's nothing that requires right. me to suspend belief. Yeah. These two people are not behaving like people do. Mm-hmm. One of them is like a psycho. Usually. Usually. You know, just in terms of the, that's why they why they fall apart. And I get so frustrated by those. Like if you, like if you uh, say Lifetime comes on and... I've gotten to the point now the, the, where, the I, where I, yeah, the, yeah, the channel Lifetime okay. comes on and there's a movie on, and I see that the Lifetime, this is the Lifetime channel. You see the the little logo down oh, yeah, in the yeah, corner. Yeah. I walk in, I see that, and my my immediate question is that I ask aloud uh-huh. <laughs> is, is even if you're is, the only one in is, the room. I, uh, I I had like this perfect laundry list. I used to run down. I'm like. Uh, why did the guy leave? Mm-hmm. Was it another woman? Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the lady sick and dying from? Mm-hmm. And how's she going to get better? And you know, I get thrown, you know, get you know, junk yeah, thrown yeah, at yeah. me. You know, you're like ah, you know, because <laughs> I've just it's they have a a cookie cutter formula for those movies. Oh yeah, what part of your life fell apart that leads you mm-hmm. on this path of self discovery of mm-hmm. how can I be a better person or realize yeah. that? Oh, and whatever. also is 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 the man that she's talking to the one that she's going to wind up with, or the one that's mistreating her that she's going to leave? Oof. Because those are those are the staples. If if there's a lady on the screen and she looks sad or, or extremely happy, she's the she's the protagonist. Mm-hmm. The only remaining question is, is that guy she's talking to the one she's going to wind up with, or the one that's you know telling her that her cooking is bad? And uh, staying and working long hours at the office and just generally ignoring her existence <laughs> is what it usually amounts to. Uh-huh. Usually, usually her nine times out of ten, it's just it's not like a, a horrible you know situation. Uh-huh. It's just that the guy she's with is ignoring her existence. So you know, blows her off. Hey, I got these tickets, you know, to go to the theater, and he's like, Oh, I can't tonight, babe. I got you know we're, we're working you know triple duty on this. You know, legal case, and he's always rich. He's always filthy rich. Oh, of course, you know he's like a lawyer or a surgeon who doesn't mm-hmm. have time for. Her. And the guy that she's the guy that just treats her, you know, like a princess, mm-hmm. is like you know a cowboy, or you know a mechanic, or a photographer, or an actor. You know, he's in the arts. Yeah, yeah. doesn't have much money, but he's a way better person. Most artsy guys like, are more uh, in touch with okay. their so, feelings. You know, that, and that's how, but that's how, you know, like if you go back to, you know, like in the West World, like how is that going to, you know, people's expectations, you know, mm-hmm. are they going to, are we going to head that direction in it? Because right now, it doesn't exactly no. seem like it. Yeah, I vote no because I, I really think it's setting up for. There's all this. There's all this underlying stuff. Like I said, you're going to start peeling back the onion and, and find that it's something else. Yeah, and maybe. I don't. I don't even want to. I don't even want to speculate on what the something else mm-hmm. is yet. But I mean, I'm, I'm. My curiosity in the pilot is piqued by this. Awareness. Mm-hmm. You got this this AI, this artificial intelligence that's becoming more aware mm-hmm. uh, by tapping into those past lives or memories, and starting to question 
And that, to me, has always been one of the better journeys of any character. When they start mm-hmm. questioning their environment. Mm-hmm. And they that that's what, you know, sends them on their journey. To want to discover what else is out there. What more is there. Type mm-hmm. of thing. Mm-hmm. So I think it's it's being crafted in that respect very well. Yeah, if, if there's uh, one of my... One of my old, like, 90s favorite science fiction movies was this movie called Dark City, mm-hmm. which I really liked. I loved it at the time I because yeah. I hadn't watched anything else mm-hmm. like that. You know, whenever you get to the twists and, and you know, you, as the plot sort of serpentines around, you get to the end and you're like, oh, man. Mm-hmm. That, you know, you know, no spoilers, I guess, but. You know, whenever you yeah, get down to the it end, it's you go, oh, okay. Yeah. You know, I don't know. It, I don't know how it holds up. You know, maybe today's audiences are a little more scrutinizing. Like, you know, you may it may not be as well. Um, that's like what, elusive. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the plot twist. Yeah. Just because in my old age, I've gotten out of the point where I sometimes. I have to actively shut my mind off while I'm watching movies and entertainment yep. because yep. I can't. I start thinking about it, and then I'm like, ah, I'm going to figure out what's going on. Like, the M. Night Shyamalan's The Village. I No lie, I, I was 20 minutes into that film and mm-hmm. went, ah, oh, god dang it, what if it takes place in present time? Right. And then for the next hour and a half, I just sat there ri- just worming it. in the chair going, oh, god, that's what it is. Yeah. And uh, the, the last hour and 15 minutes... Of, the the entire rest of that movie was just ruined. Yeah, it's yeah. like ah, oh. and then whenever they showed it, I was like, "Thank God, can we get out of here now?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I yeah. Uh, some people don't enjoy watching movies with me because they're like, "Oh my gosh, did you know that was going to happen? Did you not hear me when I whispered to you? Hey, check that out." <laughs> <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. they they just totally foreshadowed that. <laughs> It's do, it's gonna happen. <laughs> if we go to if we if we go to the movies together, I'm gonna need at least three seats between you right. and me because I'm mm-hmm. sitting over there just willing my brain to shut off. Like God, no, I don't want to. I don't want to see this coming. I just want to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it was it was it was the worst for me after taking a writing course in college and literally reading a book called The Hero's Journey mm-hmm. to see the patterns. And devices that are used to tell mm-hmm. a story, and then it's like, oh well, plot progression-wise, it's naturally going to go this way. And e- even if you try to to mind screw me and have it go pivot another direction, well, it's going to end up here then, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter how many times you pivot; eventually, you're going to get to either something that surprises you, <laughs> but mm-hmm. At the same time, you're waiting for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're waiting for it to surprise you. Mm-hmm. And then if it doesn't, you're left kind of like, oh. And that's mm-hmm. what I'm really hoping doesn't happen with this this series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Honestly. I'm hoping, I'm hoping they can, if they, if they do anything like that for me, mm-hmm. I hope it's way, way less of a Shyamalan's The Village and way more of a Cabin in the Woods. Yeah, it's it's a slow slow burn though. Yeah. Well, yeah. They, be... They've just they've they've taken so much time to craft it and set it up in mm-hmm. the pilot that I don't know. We'll watch episode two and 
see how much more they burn on the wick. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> so guess so. Yeah, hopefully it's. I think I think they could go. Man, they could go quite a while with this. Oh, and that's usually the point when you're yeah, in a share. At, le- at least, at least, yeah, yeah at, le- <laughs> at least Game of Thrones. You know, five or six seasons. That's yep. what we're aiming for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could be like Breaking Bad, where they they go in, they go in writing three, mm-hmm. and then they come out with six because the the shareholders are like, "You got to keep this Dude, rolling." We love this character. Come on, do something. And, you know, they you know they just they wound up getting six out of it, mm-hmm. and a good six. Hmm. But but see, in this one, we have immortal characters. Mm-hmm. You could have somebody die and come back. I mean, you, you could have somebody be a complete, dirty, filthy, rotten scoundrel and have him come back as Father Alejandro of the... Oh, just to just upload a new profile to him? Obviously, they've all had that mm-hmm. past life, oh, if yeah. you will. Yeah, I hope nobody ever brings up incarnation, reincarnation for mm-hmm. <laughs> as as a what do you analogy of of the uh, host? Because mm-hmm. come on, yeah. Did I just do that? No, no. I hope nobody ever does. No. But anyways, well, do you want to check and see how your recording is? Yeah. Or is it just going to keep going? Oh.